Hello and welcome to the latest episode of Don't Think About Elephants. My name's Sean and I'm here with Mark. Hello. And Josh. Welcome, welcome, welcome. Hey guys, how's it going? Good, good. Good. We're good. We're good. Yeah, baby. Lovely sunny day today. We're going to talk about the weather the old, now. Uh, this is a weather podcast. Go for the old plants. <laughs> Combine that with a spot of rain overnight. They bloody love it. So uh, in this episode, we're going to be talking about Spider-Man Far From Home. And also we saw Midsummer last night. Uh, we are going to be talking about spoilers. But first of all, we're going to do a little what we've been watching. Does anyone want to kick us off? I'll kick us off with um, a film that we were quite looking forward to based on the trailer, but turned out to be quite disappointing, um, which is uh, Yesterday, the Danny Boyle oh. Beatles film. Disappointing? Yeah, it's quite say disappointing. That before. Yeah, it dis- I've, I've, not seen, I've not even seen the trailer, so I wasn't looking forward to oh, it. Really? So. Oh, really? Yeah, I've never, looked, I've never looked forward to a Danny Boyle film. <laughs> Oh yeah, we were we were quite excited, weren't we, Sean? We watched the trailer. It was um oh the trailer's great. It's came so out of nowhere good. and yeah, it looked really good. Um, so basically, Josh, I guess you might not know what it's about, but um, the main character uh, has an accent during a worldwide blackout, and in that time, the whole world forgets the Beatles existed. Apart uh, and he doesn't, he remembers them. So he kind of has this dilemma of um, what to do with his knowledge of all the Beatles songs. Um, um, and I guess the only fun thing about it is he has to remember the songs because obviously they're not written down anywhere. He can't play them back. So he has to just like figure out the lyrics and stuff like that. Um, but yeah, it's quite disappointing. It doesn't really do enough with its concept, really. It just kind of relies on being quite a generic rom-com. Um, okay. And then Ed Sheeran's in it quite a lot. Oh, probably probably too much. Um, so yeah, I was really looking forward to it. What's, what's he up to in it? Acting or he's acting, proper acting, got quite a big part, yeah. Oh, really? Mm. And being Ed Sheeran, yeah, he's playing himself, right? Mm, yeah, he basically recognizes um, the talent of of the main guy in the Beatles songs and stuff. It does right. raise a few questions, but it never kind of it makes you think. Oh, is it? Is it? Would is it the songs that are that good that they'll be good at any time? Kind of thing versus nope. <laughs> versus you know was it a, you know. Uh, was it a matter of the time and the people and the songs as well? Yeah, but it, it, it makes you think about that kind of stuff because the concept is that is really good, but it just doesn't take that stuff anywhere interesting. So, yeah, yeah, well, that's a shame. The film does make you appreciate them, and it is a cool way to instead of having like a Beatles biopic kind of thing, because obviously the, the Beatles back catalogue isn't in a film like it is here. It is quite an interesting way to do that. Um, other than, you know, just having, as I say, like a Beatles. Um, yeah, I was kind of it. psyched for it just to be quite uplifting. I just wanted it to be like... Yeah. I wanted it to be a rom-com with yeah. where have all the music. And it looked quite funny as well from the trailer. Yeah, it's just very um, very safe, I think. Uh, I might check it what's out. The, um, what's, the, what's the rest of the cast like? So it's a couple of unknowns, right? It's a guy from, who, from EastEnders. Um, who was right. um, really he was really funny in EastEnders and sort of carries out across here. Um, and hang on, hang on, sorry, I'm gonna stop you there. Uh, why do you know that he's funny in EastEnders? Because my wife watches EastEnders, hmm. which means I very often have to watch EastEnders. 
Okay. I'll leave that for next week's what I've been watching. Or I'll run down the week's EastEnders. Still every single week. <laughs> no, wait. She's still, watching, she's still watching EastEnders now. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Regularly. Yeah, every episode. How often? Does she ever miss any? No. She records what? some and like watches, like binges. Fuck. Some. Come on. Yeah. Hmm. Okay. Um, Lily James is, is lovely, though. Yeah. <laughs> lovely is not lovely. A, a critical word of a performance, is it? She's, lo- <laughs> she's lovely. Um, yeah, who else is there? Yeah, no one else that interesting. Hmm. Point well on it. No, fair enough. Um, on the uh, EastEnders every night thing, I have been quite what uh, into uh, Love Island. Mm-hmm. I thought you might say that. Yeah, I not meant I didn't mention it last time, but what is it? I feel like it's. I thought I'm still watching it. Is what do you like it, about it? It's honestly don't know because you've got to hate the people, right? That's part of it. No, most of them are quite likable. Oh, you're beyond hope, mate. If I hated all of them, there's no way I could watch it. I, I can't just watch people that I, I hate. Oh, really? I thought that's what Facebook it's quite, was. It's, it's just... Well, I don't really use Facebook. You should, mate. It's better than Love Island. It's very popular. <laughs> it's quite it, It's quite funny just seeing, like... I don't know. It's just a world that I'm not a part of. I've never been, like, a group of, sort of, air quote, lads that, <laughs> like, go out every night, get all, like, dressed up every night to go and pick up chicks. And I also don't know what all the girls are like on their own as well. So it's quite, it's just quite funny just to see them just, just like dick around. Okay. And most of the time they are dicking around. And it's, it, obviously it's edited in a way that, that makes it a lot more um, dramatic than it actually is. And it's, it's, you know, a little bit staged as well. But it's just, it is pure trash. I'm not going to say that it's good because obviously it isn't, but it's just, Easy to watch, quite likable trash. Everyone's talking about it in the old uh, the old office, so it's quite nice to see. Around the old water cooler. Around the, the old bloody water cooler, mate, yeah. No, so, yeah, I've been watching that every single bloody night. <laughs> I can't believe it's on. Yeah. It's on every night, isn't it? Every weekday or something. It's on every night apart from Saturday. That's mad, isn't it? It is a bit. That's when everyone who watches it goes out. That's the sort of program. Well, it's when I get an early night. <laughs> <laughs> Everyone goes out on a Saturday night. Yeah. Yeah, so I've been watching that every night. Um, Also on Netflix, I started to watch Murder Mystery. You know, that film with Adam Sandler and Jennifer Aniston. Yeah. Don't know it that well. (laughs) Don't know it well Well, enough to press play on it. I think it was one of the most successful Netflix original films. Really? Yeah, I couldn't. I'm as surprised as as you are. I turned it off halfway through. I've I've never watched a film that had that little joy. <laughs> it was just it was just like every single person there hated being involved in the film, no. and I hated watching it. So I, yeah, that's hilarious. Pack that one in. Um, but I've just watched the Aziz Ansari stand up. Uh, yeah. Right now, which if you if you if you like him, it's it's definitely worth a watch. Um, it has a bit more of a, a serious tone both about his own personal life and sort of recent news um as well as just kind of outlook on life and living in the now and stuff like that which is uh i quite liked it i can understand why people wouldn't want wouldn't really enjoy it um but it's good it's yeah definitely worth a watch yeah i watched it a couple of points i watched it it? yeah i really liked it it's got this um 
it's odd the style they've gone for. They've gone for this like grainy look, and he's got like an yes. old Metallica T-shirt on or something. It's directed by Spike Jones. Oh, so is it really? Yeah. Mm, okay. Yeah. I don't. Ever, I don't really know what that means when you get like a, a someone directing a stand-up because there's, mm, it's like there's four what, shots in it. Yeah. Yeah. It cut between two cameras, <laughs> and it was black and white, and one of the one of the cameras was really close up. Yeah, it feels like the idea is to make it look older, like more iconic, even though it's new. You know. Yeah. yeah, I think so. Yeah, it's just weird, like d- directed by Spike Jones. Like, well, yeah. yeah, I didn't really get that from it. You can't really edit it or anything like that, so you can't, you know. But it is, yeah, I enjoyed it that. is good. I, I think he's funny, yeah. and he doesn't. Yeah, do. He doesn't hide behind humor when he needs to talk about the allegations against him and stuff like that. He does like just no. sit, sit in it and just talk about it. So it's quite. Yeah, he kind of addresses it right right at the start, doesn't he? Just says, "Look, this is how I, this is what happened," and. Is he, is he good? Can we like him? Yeah, we have um, to like him now. I like him. I mean, I yeah, we're not. We, I won't go into the the whole the sexual misconduct stuff. Go on. Um, <laughs> go on. Tackle that, shall we? <laughs> yeah. That's just, that's so that I think it seems like the 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 contents of it was him kind of making someone feel like they had to sleep with him, being yeah. quite forceful. Right. Um, which he apologised for immediately. And in this, he dresses just as a way like he felt a lot of things. But most of, most of all, he felt awful and made him reevaluate how he behaved on dates and stuff like that. Yeah. I mean, it's easy for me to say, but it, it seems like it was not a deliberately malicious thing that he did. He was just, yeah. by sounds a bit quite drunk and, and kind of yeah. being a bit kind of, you know, Come on, let's do it. Kind of that that kind of thing. I, you know, it's a tricky thing to talk about, really. But he he talked about it immediately and just says, "Look, I yeah, I've been reevaluating the way I behave on dates and talking to people about it, and they've then reevaluated how they behave on dates and stuff like that, just to just towards you know the people they're on the date with, and it it seems quite a mature way to 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 use that and to and to hopefully kind of make people think twice. And he addressed it at the start mm. and at the end as well. Yeah, he quite earnestly um, without talks like about... a joke in there. Yeah, yeah. I was he's worried he'd turn it into a joke somewhere, but yeah, he, he doesn't he did feel like he it just was coming. Says, right. Yeah, but he just dresses it and just says, "Right, that's that's done." It's, Isn't that weird though? Like he has to, like he, he, he to bring out a new uh, to bring out a new like stand up special. He, he has to say something about that. It's just kind of weird that he has to bring well, it into his work. I don't think he did have to. Yeah, I think, but obviously I, he I think it's the right thing that he did. Yeah, yeah, he probably. Yeah, I mean, for all we know, there might be something in the contract for ne- with Netflix where they say, <laughs> right, if you're going to do this, you have to do that. You know. But it's just weird because I always think of like I'd like to see, imagine watching like I don't know like a an old Bill Hicks set or uh, or something like that, and then and then you know what hit twenty years later, and then him randomly not randomly, but you know him apologising for something. It's just kind of I see like stand up specials as like these time capsule things that you could watch in twenty years time. Yeah. It just kind of feels very... It just makes it very current, doesn't it? And I don't know, it's weird. Yeah. He, he dresses stuff like R. Kelly and Michael Jackson as, as well and kind, of, and kind of like other forms of right. of Yeah, just to sh- shift the focus off of him a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know. Yeah. I don't forget about these guys. But it's more like, God, I grew up loving R. Kelly, like he talks about, like his previous stand-up, where he says about how much he loves R. Kelly, and he says, "Well, right. it's not really aged very well." Yeah, and yeah, it, it's it's really interesting. I think it's 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 a lot less focused on jokes and other than other stand-ups have. It's very honest. Uh, have been, yeah, yeah. Oh, so I, I liked it. I, yeah, I really enjoyed it. 
sidebar, if you want to know my favourite celebrity apology... I was just going to ask. Um, <laughs> uh, search for Jonah Hill apology. He does. Um, I think he was accused of um, using a derogatory um, uh, word uh, for homosexuals. And he was, yes, he was, I've, he was, I've read that. He yeah. was caught red-handed doing it. So, And then see, he apologises on one of these chat shows. Um, and it's honestly like one of the most sincere apologies I've ever seen from like a celebrity wrapped up in one of these instances. He, he doesn't say something like, my son, my friends are gay or anything like that, does he? You know, he might do, but... Hmm. Uh, they all let me say it and I just, you know, it's been normalised <laughs> for me. So. <laughs> no, but yeah, that's just always, I always have always think about that. Sean, what have you watching? Okay, I haven't been watching a lot, I'm sorry. Um, we did watch Snatch the other night, though. We did. Which I haven't seen in a long time, and that was very enjoyable. I forgot so how... Date night. It... Well, you know. There we go. Sean wanted to watch Heat again, I said, come on. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but you still don't like it, so you just have to keep watching it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Excellent. Oh, but yeah, Heat's like two hours and 50 minutes or something. Yeah, yeah, it's a big boy. It's a, it's a late night. If you watch the director's cut, which you have to watch, but um, yeah, so we just we flipped a coin on it and Mark won, so we watched Snatch. But yeah, what it's such a great film. It's just solid. It's definitely five stars for me. I'm not sure if I've watched it. Really? Oh, it's really I must good. Have done. I remember the Bra- I remember Brad Pitt in it, but I don't know if that's from like clips. Mm. It's got great dialogue. I don't think it was quite as clever as I remember it being because it, it pretty much is just I know this might have just always been the case but it is just like three or four different stories working alongside each other and then sort of coming together. I just remember it being a lot a lot cleverer than it than it was but it is really good. Yeah, the dialogue's fun. Yeah, the dialogue's really fun. Yeah, Bricktop's amazing. Yeah, worth a watch. Um, yeah. Oh, I watched Stranger Things as well actually. Oh yeah, me too. Hmm. Oh, yeah. Just remember those things I've seen. Strange things. I, I thought the new season was really good. Um, I know a lot of people were a bit sour on the second one, and that's probably just because of Elle's sort of side journey where she becomes a superhero, or like a little team of ragtag superheroes. Oh, yeah. yeah. Um, but Sean Astin was really good in the second season, and his arc was brilliant. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I think... Yeah, third season's good. It, it feels like... They've decided not to experiment too much, and they just kn- it knows what it is, and it's it's full of eighties tropes, and the f- the formula is not broken really. Yeah, I just found that um, what's uh, David Harbour's character Hopper? Hopper. Yeah, he was very unlikable. He was just a dick most of the time. Do you think? I I feel like yeah, his his kind of development just kind of halted for most of the season, where he was just angry and flirty and then angry and a bit flirty yeah it's a bit of a bad dad wasn't he yeah and then his arc kind of ramped up in like the last episode i think they were trying to show him as like um it was they were trying to show their horrible teenage years but it seemed like they weren't really misbehaving that much and it was just him projecting yeah yeah it was weird um but no i enjoyed it I, i started the season kind of not really being too too bothered by it and I wasn't particularly looking forward to it just because I felt quite deflated after season two but um yeah picked up and it was enjoyable and yeah new characters are interesting as well which is which is nice yeah I watched yeah, I watched the first episode um I always forget how good the opening music is it yeah. has got something quite cool to it like 
Yeah, it's really it cool. Billy was good, wasn't he? The guy that plays Sorry? Billy. Billy, yeah. the like brother, the lifeguard yeah, guy. Plays uh plays uh Jason in <laughs> Yeah, that's right. He's, he's good, good in that as well. He's pretty up and coming. <laughs> he's good. They're they're yeah. gonna um make another Power Ranger movie, aren't they? And they're just using a whole new cast and everything, apparently. Yeah, it's, I think it's because of the cast that were in the 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 Power Rangers reboot kind of all outgrew Power Rangers quite quickly. Yeah, so they can't afford them or something. Yeah, they've got one of them's in Stranger Things, the other one was in Aladdin, and it's going to be in something else that I've forgotten. Oh right. Um, yeah, and they're kind of. Yeah, I think they probably can't really afford them. <laughs> but I quite yeah, I like Power Rangers. We've done, we've done this. We've, we've, we've done this. <laughs> I quite enjoyed it. I like Power Rangers. Yeah, I was going to mention uh, one more thing. I think both of you would uh, enjoy it. Uh, it's a film called Arctic with Mads Mikkelsen. Oh, yeah. Um, mm. And it's a little, little survival film with not a lot of dialogue in it. The film opens um, with Mads Mikkelsen's character already stranded in the Arctic. Um, and it's just kind of like, yeah, a little story of him trying to survive. There's lots of cool just long moments of him doing his kind of daily routine and things like that. And yeah, it's cool. It's kind of, I know I've mentioned a film, um, shit, what was that? What, the other film that you get confused with? What's that Robert Redford film in the boat? All is is Lost. All is Lost. I mentioned that before. Oh, right. Yeah. Which is better than this film. Um, But it has the same kind of thing where it's just like lots of moments of silences, just getting on with trying to survive. Um, So yeah, I know you guys might like that kind of yeah, thing so it's on my it's on my my watch list actually yeah i flirted between three and four i gave it three in the end but um right. yeah good performance is it just him in it uh no there is kind uh of, something else okay, but yeah okay. i won't say too much yeah cool. so not to be confused with polar which is like a yeah shit, shit is, yeah yeah oh is that polar it's mads Ma- yeah. yeah it's a netflix one what? where he's like a oh, bounty okay. hunter or something oh yeah that's it yeah yeah Spider and watched it, Josh. The sort of thing you watch. Shit, Netflix then. <laughs> what yeah, did, like? Did you watch the Will we Smith magic thing. one? What was that the fairy Smith one or whatever one. it was? Where they have like wands and shit. What? Oh, bright. Yeah, you bright. watched bright, didn't you? Do you watch bright, Josh? Yeah, and I stand by me watching it because uh, what was the the director's previous work was excellent. Hmm. So, yeah. Yeah. shame on them, if anything. Yeah, that's fair. So, uh, yeah. I got one more, just a quick note. Um, I've watched Chernobyl as well. I don't know if you guys have seen that now. No. No, Josh? No. no. Uh, okay. I-, I think you mentioned it on the last recording that you started it. Yeah. Might be wrong. Yeah, yeah. we'll finish now. It's All wrapped up. Pretty <laughs> happy ending. Uh, I think that well. I think yeah. so. They're all still there. It, it is really good. I don't... There's quite a lot of hype around it. I don't think it quite deserves it. It's a good drama, and it's it's crazy, like the scale of um, the disaster, and it's amazing right. how how hard they had to work to contain it to being as good as it came out. Basically, is it a case where like the facts of the of the drama and the case just you know, is that what makes it good that you're just learning about the incident rather? Yeah, than... I think so. But then obviously it's. Um, Russia have denied almost everything about it, haven't they? They said right. that um, that it was started by a CIA agent that had infiltrated the plant or whatever, and it was America's fault that it happened, that kind of stuff. So I uh, think they're going to make their own 
um, program that tells that story. Oh, brilliant. Yeah. But no, it, it is good. It's worth watching. Um, I think it's only like six parts. Um, it's very entertaining. It is. It, it makes radiation very scary. There's some horrific mm. um, people who've been irradiated and it's like their flesh is just like melting off them like sat in a Ooh. hospital bed stuck to the bed and oh it's horrible that's horrible it's pretty grotesque and and the fact that these people are all around it they don't know that they're going to be affected by radiation they pick up something that just burns them like a like mm. a bad sunburn or something and then later on their whole arm is just like fucked mm. it's very scary yeah, and I think yeah, the the scale of it could have been really bad. It could have affected like all of Europe for like hundreds of years. Shit. Yeah, yeah, well. worth a watch. Just if you don't know a lot about it, yeah. Okay, so we take a break, and when we come back, we're going to be chatting about Midsummer. Okay, welcome back. We're going to be talking about Midsummer. So, Mark, can you give us a little synopsis of the film? Yeah, Midsummer is the new film by Ari Aster, who directed Hereditary, um, which we all loved and hated uh, in, in different ways um, a couple of years ago. Uh, it sees a group of um, uni students head over to Sweden um, for a month or so um, to just delve into a, 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 a Swedish culture, I guess you would say. A, a, yeah, a invited by their friend. Invited they? by their, their Swedish friend. Um, like who's a from solstice there. festival, isn't it? Yeah, to spend some, yeah, to spend the summer out there. Um, and it soon becomes clear that it's not a nice place to go. <laughs> mm. I think it looks mm. quite nice. Yeah, looks nice. Looks nice. Yeah, I don't mind. Some it people is... got off all right on it. So, thoughts, Josh. Uh, I it's been a long time since I've watched a film that was as just probably disturbing is probably the best term because it, it's labelled as a horror but it's not really scary it's just mm. deeply unnerving yeah Um, I think there's one kind of what you could class as like a jump in it yeah a reflection Um, it is just deeply unsettling it's 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 remarkable they they're able to do that while everything looks as beautiful as it looks. Yeah, I'd say that's um, the first thing to its first distinction really is that it's all set in daylight, in really bright daylight. So any kind of trying to create tension or anything through darkness isn't really a thing, is it? No. I think technically it's it's excellent. I think Ariaster is kind of a, a bit of an auteur. And is completely revitalizing horror as like a more of an art form rather than just a way to get like like thrills out of people. It is it is really 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 well shot, well edited. Everything is meticulously planned, and the and the plot falls together really nicely. Um, Florence Pugh is is great in it. it. It's hard to fault it really. It's, it's certainly not perfect, but it's. It is quite hard to find like sort of really damaging flaws in the film, apart from the fact that it is just not enjoyable. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, you look quite awkward and shuffling about in the cinema yesterday. When you watched it. <laughs> yeah, it's 
and I mean that that just means that it's done its job perfectly. I would say maybe kind of a bit gratuitous in its its use of of, of gore. Mm. Yeah, maybe. It's, maybe doesn't need to go that far, but maybe it does. It f- f- feels like a very easy way to make people uncomfortable. Oh, I think it just made it completely ring home how severe what was happening was. Yeah. But yeah to it, cut to close-ups of a smashed-up head is a bit... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I love that you turned to me in the cinema and were like, this editor's a twat. <laughs> <laughs> There's such like an intimate like conversation between two of the people about kind of relationships and, and what it means to, to be... To, they call it... It says, do, do you feel held and do you feel like this person is home to you? Because I have this this family here and to me this is home. And then it just cuts to a smashed open head. <laughs> so I was like, "This oh, that's why that's why I'm telling you, this editor's a twat. <laughs> like they, they must have been sat in the cutting room thinking, yeah, this will do them. Yeah. <laughs> this will do them. Settle down, settle down and then... Yeah. Smash yeah. it. You try, you try to relax in this film. Nah, 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 nah. It does feel like <laughs> but, um, films like this are really um, great to go see with other people, which is why we made the effort yeah, to yeah. go in a group. Oh, absolutely. Same yeah, as same absolutely. as Hereditary as well. Like, yeah. Any, I think horror is the best, the, the best thing to see in a big group, apart from things, that, you know, like maybe like Avengers, where it's like everyone's sort of cheering and, you know, whatever. But horrors have that kind of unique kind of just atmosphere that just goes throughout the whole of the room mm. this weird energy where no one's comfortable but everyone's kind of hoping to be terrified and not really wanting to be and then you kind of you, then you're terrified then you turn to each other and kind of have this little like laugh like oh, yeah made another quarter of an hour you know <laughs> <laughs> but yeah it's 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 just so hard to describe a film, isn't it? Yeah, <laughs> well, it's like it's undeniably like well-crafted film. It's shot so well, it looks amazing. Yeah. Set design's really good. Um, yeah, as you said, the performance is very good. Florence um, Pugh, yeah, yeah, um, yeah. is really really good. So I really really enjoyed yeah, her. Yeah, she is. Um, and I really enjoyed the character setup as well. Um, just just going into the um, going into the environment, that there's, there's already like tension there between between her character and her boyfriend and the rest of the group. Um, and I thought that was set up really nicely. Um, mm-hmm. And thinking back on it, the, the trauma that we see at the beginning with her and her family, oh, Jesus it feels, that's, a whole, that's a whole different kind of bit of the film that um, is it's quite It's quite ugly, piece. isn't it? The way yeah. that, the way that yeah. she has that uh, family yeah. perish. And then when you compare that to some of the deaths in Sweden, which yeah. were brightly lit and kind of... Um, ritualistic they're not quite so hideous or ugly or dirty it's yeah. very clean smashing and it's flesh <laughs> almost they kind of all do it for love don't they in in, in the, yeah. the rituals and just part of their you know how they deal with death and life and stuff it's just yeah. very peaceful yeah peaceful I, I peaceful loved, mallet i loved um <laughs> i love that we really felt the characters um reactions to the, that those first uh, moments of um of when horror starts to get yeah when she, yeah when when the when the cliffs are there um mm. yeah that was really great because you i mean we got a look at it first of all so we felt shocked but then a few of the subsequent shocks we just saw reactions to it yeah and that was enough to know like oh yeah fuck, they're still smashing at that and the sound design was really really good like the long oh, shot Jesus. of and then yeah. hitting the ground and stuff 
The um, sound design's amazing in this film. There yeah, were so, yeah, so many is, points yeah. where I could hear something that I thought was Josh like singing next to me or something. Right. No, no, hear... that was me, mate. That was yeah. me. Yeah, I was trying, <laughs> trying, to, trying to keep myself sane. Just have a little sing song. Yeah. You can just hear little yeah. voices and you can't figure out if... Is that part of the soundtrack? Is that yeah. singing that's coming in from the soundtrack? Oh, no, there's people outside and then it'll move outside and then you, you can hear that yeah. much better and then you're like, well, what the fuck's going on? A lot there? of the characters are tripping in the film, aren't they? A lot of the, a lot of the time is spent mm. with the characters taking psychoactives. Yeah. And like because of that, loads of things are just slightly warping on screen. Their eyes are kind of just slightly warping, and there's a lot of flowers in the film, and a lot of the flowers start to gently move. Yeah, think, they yeah. just open or, and close. Yeah, but yeah. so su- so subtly because you're thinking not, it's not really alluded to, is it? No one mentions it, or uh, the characters don't notice it. So you're just kind of sat there, kind of going, Did that move. Like, yeah, there's a bit towards the end where um, uh, one of the characters finds another one of the characters. Um, that has had a blood eagle performed on them, where like their ribs oh, are opened oh, out. Oh, blood to eagle! Like Glad I know what that's eagle. called then. Yeah, where their their ribs are opened out from behind to, to look like like wings. Mm. But yeah, in the l- film, when the character sees this character, the lungs that are visible, annoyingly, um, they're moving as if the character is breathing. Mm. Mm. They're not. They're they're you know dead as shit. But it it looks like they're breathing, and it's just. Just tripping. It it just makes you question just every little detail, and I I think the sound design is is kind of is is used to emphasise that that trippiness, and you're not quite sure what's going on. It's very dreamlike, and yeah, the score as well is really cool. Me and Sean were re-listening to it today. Oh, yeah, yeah. Sean said earlier. It's, yeah, <laughs> I can't imagine wanting to re-listen to it, but it's it, it was good. great. It's, it's really good, especially like the, the the climax of the film, um, when everything's just building and building and building. Um, yeah, the score is really cool. The only thing I, where I thought it um, didn't work so well, I thought it was a bit too long. Um, yeah. Where 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 th- where things started, um, where the whole kind of cult was really revealing itself in the like sec- in the last third, I think that section was a bit too too, too long. Dragged drag, dragged along a bit too much, and there wasn't enough mm. reward. I just kind of wanted a little bit, little bit more weirdness to it as well. As well. Um, Jesus. Yeah, I know that sounds a bit weird. But, I think I did as yeah. well. There's a lot of great subtleties to it. Like it's just like hereditary in that you look for the clues early on. Like we've all, we've well, had yeah, that there's, as a primer, there's a, haven't we? There's loads of that. There's well, loads. Yeah, it's not so much paint, clues. It's like paintings, paintings and stuff. And yeah, they pretty much tell you exactly what's going to happen because it's, yeah. It's, even even before they go to Sweden, there's yeah. a, a painting of a, the girl and the bear. Yeah, which is yeah. really cool. There's just, there's yeah, loads yeah. of it in loads of the conversations that they have. Hint at what's going to happen later on in the film about elders and. Yeah, about yeah, it's 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 really well written. I think it's really good how a lot of the imagery is is really beautiful, but then the music tells a different story. So there's a part where yeah. um, they're just looking out of the aeroplane at Sweden, and it's stunning. It's this amazing yeah. shot, but the music is so menacing. Yeah, and then everything starts to shake as if they're about to crash as well. Mm. It just tells you how you need to feel, and that you. There's no point where you feel very comfortable. You're like, this is lovely. Like, I would love to go to something like this. Um, but the music kind of warns you almost that it's like this slow, like, well, just wait, because yeah. it's going to get a little bit weird. I think what it's really good at doing as well is that um, it it feels like this could just be a custom of <laughs> of Sweden, which I, you know, I'm sure it's not. It's and probably, um, probably not. <laughs> yeah. But it just kind of does a good job of of introducing the characters to it slowly enough 
and all of the people that are contributing um who are in on the killing and the rituals and stuff like that it, it kind of does a good job of being like well this is just our culture and it, this is why it makes sense and oh i'm sorry that it's shocking i should have warned you about that but this is just yeah. like, what we do and because the fact that they, they they stick around after that after that those first big deaths it's not really horror um, in that sense is it because it's just kind of like well you just if you think that this is scary you just don't you know you're not yeah you're not understanding it, the yeah. culture that's what it is <laughs> the only thing that i have a problem with is um there's some killings that happen towards the end and it feels a little out of character for the cult well they're not really a cult like it feels a little out of character because it's not part of the festivities or, or at least it doesn't feel that way it's, it's like it's like things are done just very like quickly and without any kind of ritual surrounding them doesn't it it's mm. more like reactioning reactionary killings. Right. yeah Do you know, is that what you mean sean yeah, I just think that yeah, the the killings felt like it wasn't part of what they were what they were into, what they bought into. Yeah, so they, they just in, mm. did end up being murderers. <laughs> yeah, because a, a lot yeah. of what the rituals are is it's just about their life cycle, and and our, our first shock is well, no, that's just the end of a life cycle, and mm. we're all yeah. just compliant with this. We're we're all just bought in on it, which is quite cool. The the smashy head was really well done as well. I did. The more I saw it, the more fake it looked. I thought, but when really? I was going back to it, yeah, it looked so a bit... like bones protruding out and stuff like that. It was mad. It looked a bit floppy. Mm. I th- uh, oh. yeah, it was quite floppy. All right, so um, I don't like it quite as much as Hereditary. Agreed. Um, but still, it's really good. And I don't. I, the, I, I the quality about, is the same, isn't the it? Quality is the same. I feel. I think I feel about this how Josh about hereditary and i don't want to watch this again i could watch hereditary more than once but this i don't think i need to see again yeah yeah uh, i actually i might I don't want to wa- i don't want to watch this again but i definitely feel like it has it would have a lot more of a rewarding rewatch than hereditary would do i mm. think there's loads of clues in this oh but there's so po- many in hereditary isn't there yeah i guess there is but yeah to me there's just things like the paintings and they're like All a two watch, like two watch for me. You watch it yeah, once in it, the cinema and like, and just experience it, and then you yeah. watch it again to kind of study it. Mm. I mean, look, it's and not going to I'm not going to rewatch it. <laughs> I, I, I spent a lot of the day today just reading up on it. I I couldn't stop thinking about all these tiny little details in there and one-liners that people said to each other that I kind of shrugged off when it happened, but then it, it had so much more weight when I was thinking. about about the actual the meaning behind it and it yeah it's very impressive but yeah I, i'm the same as you mark i i gave it f- four stars i was tempted to give it three but yeah i think the fact that it's so technically yeah exactly well crafted it it kind of earns the four stars i said before like this is the this is why i've got into horror because i, I don't want to not experience like good films that are made this well just because they're horror, yeah. or, or you know what I mean, like the fact that these that these horror films are, of this quality are being made, it's just like I'm just really enjoying, really enjoying it. And you look forward to the next Ariasta film, right? Yeah, yeah. Oh god, yeah. I just want it to carry on. I think they're brilliant. He's. I think he said he's not doing horror for a little while. Oh. Bastard. I, I think he wants. To, I think he, he wants to do some other stuff. Yeah, fair enough. I, I mean, he's he knows what. He, like a dark thriller drama, kind of like nocturnal animals yeah. or something. I could see him doing. I mean, what yeah. he does is just so detailed. Anyway, he knows what he's doing with it, doesn't he? Yeah. Nice. Uh, four stars for me as well. 
a stronger four star, I'd say. Like I, I really felt like it was four stars. Right. Oh, okay. Cool. Yeah. Wicked. All right. So uh, next up is Spider-Man: Far From Home. So Josh, do you want to give us a little uh, synopsis? Who's this Spider-Man guy? Oh well, Mr. Peter of Parker, um, star of previous Marvel films. Um, yeah, it's Spider-Man. This is uh, the first post-Avengers Endgame uh, film, and uh, involves Spider-Man kind of having to just get back to everyday life. It turns out that his oh spoilers for Endgame, just in case. His whole class somehow are all in the same situation and therefore are all the same age, uh, which is the odds of that are very slim. But convenient. Um, but convenient. So it's, this is him him dealing with the uh, the loss of um, mentor Iron Man and kind of what that means for him personally as like a, a friend of Iron Man and also how the world reacts and the weight they put on to, to Spider-Man. Um, all the while he's going on a school trip around Europe mm. with his classmates and we're introduced to um, Mysterio who comic book uh, fans will recognise um, but he's introduced as someone that Spider-Man has to, to team up with to stop some elementals that are attacking Europe but all is not as it seems <laughs> <laughs> I think this um, this this is where you kind of realise you you know Marvel knows what it's doing because this is the perfect film to follow up Avengers in that the way oh, it yeah. deals with um, the events of that is so cool um, in the opening of this film. It just kind of, you, you feel like you're, you feel like the film recognises the audience and the way that this just, this tribute to Iron Man has been made in this shitty little video um, <laughs> to the school. And it's, it's almost been made fun of, not fun of, sorry, it's it's quite light, light in tone, I'd say. Um, it's, it's just really, really cool. I was quite surprised by that, and I was quite surprised that they were willing to do that to themselves. Like they obviously yeah, they wanted yeah. they wanted Endgame to have such an emotional impact, which it obviously did. But then to then undercut it with this was, was imagine really cool. imagine watching them back to back. Yeah, you feel the weight of that uh, that the the ending of it, and then it goes straight into like yeah that that home movie kind of yeah yeah be, be ridiculous. Um, but um, it's a good film, isn't it, guys? It is good. It's a good film. It definitely um, is. It's one thing that, I mean, before we saw any trailers or anything like that, I know we were all excited to see the casting of Jake Gyllenhaal as Mysterio, um, who yeah. we should say is is a famous baddie of Spider, you know, a nemesis of Spider-Man. So yeah. the kind of the twist that takes place in this film isn't really a twist it's well it is for some people but yeah for, for people that are a fan of the of the characters there's you know it, it's it's obvious what's going to happen but i still don't know what's sorry sorry I, I, still, I still don't know what to make of his involvement in the film because he, he's such a big star to be a villain in this film um but then as the film went on and i was thinking oh maybe he would be a really cool new big hero of like a marvel universe he could be like they could build him up to be the next Captain America when we still thought he was, you know, a good guy. I thought well, that's that's fucking amazing. That's what that that's kind of like the level that Jake Gyllenhaal should be working on. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, so I still don't know what to think of his involvement in this. And I think was it he, a twist for you? Uh, no. Well, we, no. Okay, no. Okay, right. But I was believing the film. I thought the film did a good, a, a, yeah, a good, yeah. a good thing of trying to, or hiding it. Yeah, I didn't and know which did, way it was going to go. Yeah, I, I did think, oh, that's a cool spin. Like I'm, I'm up for them making a villain a good guy and stuff like that. Yeah. Um, 
But yeah, it's um my only issue with the film really is because of that twist. I don't know how rewatchable half the film's going to be because uh, there's two massive action scenes that won't have stakes rewatching it because you know it's not real. Um, yes, that's my only gripe with it. I don't know if I don't know how it will play on it. But don't forget that that it, oh, I mean technically it doesn't have have any stakes at all. But for all the characters apart from Mysterio, it does. Yeah. So you're you're watching it to see how they're reacting yeah, to it. That's true. You know, so yeah, he's trying to pull it off. Yeah, yeah. But um, I think that the way they handled the character of Mysterio was great, and I, I know the MCU has been uh, praised a lot for kind of modernising a lot of the characters. So to turn Mysterio from a, a special effects artist into like a full blown kind of I don't know, like a, a holograms, stage isn't it? Manager and the world as his his stage was great, and it was it was nice to, if not slightly odd, to have them retcon kind of the first Iron Man, where it turns out that Mysterio was working for Stark, and he's now teamed up with other people that have worked with Stark, mm. who Stark has kind of abandoned or you know, screwed over somehow, and they're all kind of anti anti Stark, and it, it adds to some of the weight behind them and. It, the same as they did with um, Falcon. No, what was his name? The, the villain in uh, Vulture. Sorry, uh, in the first Spider-Man film, it's yeah, it, it it's good. They've done it, they've done it a the lot. The negative effects that the, the the superheroes have. Something where the film works best, I think, is the focus that it keeps on Peter and his. Uh, we've seen like him wanting Peter Parker wanting to not be Spider-Man before, like in Spider-Man Two. Um, but in this, like, you just really feel he doesn't he doesn't not want to be Spider Man. He just really wants to go on this class trip and be with his mates. And you really he really wants yeah. to like go to the theatre with MJ. And you just think, oh, you just really feel. And I guess it's credit to Tom Holland, who I've kind of said I don't really like that much um, as as uh, Peter Parker. But um, it, yeah, he just he portrays that conflict really really well. And the and it, it always is just told from his point of view of him just trying to get on with his kind of high school life but then also wanting to be a hero and it almost has that kind of peter pan style thing doesn't it he just wants his life to slow down now that he's yeah avenger so he's like he's kind of expected to be the next iron man yeah where he all kind of wants this he wants a bit of normality in his life he wants us to just enjoy the time he is he, that he has as a kid and yeah know, like, like you say he wants to just go on a date or whatever yeah i thought it was just but as, then yeah just as funny as the first one if not funnier um, yeah, yeah. I, I, cool. I laughed out loud loads in this film. Yeah, they really nail yeah. the tone, don't they? Yeah, I can, I could, I could watch him hanging out with his classmates like, all day and like the teachers and stuff. The um, teachers are ridiculous, and to and and to bring in um, Leon. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> JB Smooth, JB Smooth, yeah. yeah. Um, Leon from Curb Enthusiasm, but yeah, to introduce him as one of the teachers was was nice. He wasn't as crazy as I was kind of hoping he would be, but that's. No, it's hard to beat. His talking about witches a lot. But... Yeah, but no, yeah, I... and yeah, it it works really well. I'm I'm a little bit worried about the rest of the um, or like the, maybe the next handful of of Marvel films. I don't think they're going to be as good as this. Mm. And there's there's not a lot of heroes left that I, I think have. The charisma to to have their own. Films. Yeah, I know. What you mean, yeah. I but think Spider-Man it'd be a surprise, is definitely maybe. a film that. Yeah, I hope so. I mean, Spider-Man is... I'm not sure how good Captain Marvel was, but... 
No, I couldn't stand it. Yeah, Katamora wasn't that impressive, and that's a new character. Yeah. But this is like, I mean, the first Spider-Man is Spider-Man, isn't it? So it's always gonna, it's always gonna knock your socks off. Yeah. Everyone loves Spider-Man. So yeah, Homecoming was, they really set the tone perfectly there. Mm. Like the balance yeah. of humor, the great villain, him as Peter Parker is great because it's just this awkward. But then when he's Spider-Man, he's yeah. he's doing everything that you want. He's clever. You know, he he has yeah. a great arc in Homecoming, where he has to just find you know realize that he needs to become a hero and this is just a development his arc, of that his art his art completely changed at the end where his 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 um identity is announced yeah yeah, yeah it's crazy means for the the rest of the film but that that kind of mirrored the first iron man yeah um which is quite nice. I'm I'm personally hoping they do like three or four more Spider-Man films, and they just build up the the Sinister Six as the villains that he'll be taking on. And mm. yeah, I could watch a few more of these. Yeah, I think a lot of fans are a bit annoyed by the idea that his identity has been outed because the whole thing with Spider-Man, I guess, is that he's trying to protect people and keep his identity secret and yeah, live a normal life I'm not alongside a big fan it. it. To be honest, well, I'm yeah, just happy, I'm happy with the Marvel Universe to do that. They just oh yeah, they can do it. Yeah, it's. I don't hate it. I just yeah, it's just because Thor is a different character, isn't he, to how he is in the comics? They've just kind of made their own. They oh yeah, thing they've, they've successful. all been adapted and yeah. And and he's kind of the odd one out in having a secret identity in terms of the MCU because everyone else doesn't have that. Or most a lot of them are kind of their own yeah, that's kind a good of point. And reality, um, how, larger than life heroes, but how hard would that be? Like to actually keep a secret identity in a modern world? Yeah, and there's only so much. There's only so much you can do with that that hasn't been done in you know the countless superman films and could get pretty boring like that, i loved love love loved um uh jk simmons coming back yeah yeah big yeah. time like it was such that a, was a good, it's just such a, a cool surprise. recognition of like how cool he is as, as that character yeah. um just to bring it back yeah it's really cool how many stars did you give this you two there at four yeah i think i, I get four too it is generally just really enjoyable, and it's more of the same. It's just another. It's the sequel to Homecoming, definitely. Yeah, more more of the same without tiring it out. Yeah. yeah. Oh, I think that's what I was gonna say, Sean. I think that we said the only thing we missed was the New York setting. Like, it's not quite Spider-Man yeah. unless he's kind of swinging around yeah. New York. I can um, see that, but we got so many other settings in the way there as well. Yeah, it's nice to freshen it up a bit, isn't it? And he's in New York at the very end. So. Yeah, but that's when it. I got, that's when it got really exciting. I just, I just felt like that's. It was like Spider-Man when that happened. So. Yeah, I like that he did the um, swinging around the scene, uh, the scenery with the girlfriend, but they kind of spun it on his head, and she she hates it. Yeah, yeah. There's a bit where he takes a, um, a selfie, which is a kind of a homage to the PlayStation game. Oh, really? In the photo mode in the game, there's an option to turn the camera on yourself, and he does like the peace sign, like he does in this film. Oh, right. Nice. It was almost like they just took a screenshot of the game and put <laughs> yeah. it in the film. So that's quite quite nice. And I quite like the way that the villain worked as well in this. Uh, the way that he battled him. Yeah, and it, I think, and it was interesting that, that that they just killed him at the end. Yeah, which you wouldn't expect them to do. Yeah. And no, uh, everyone else had been arrested and sent to some weird prison somewhere. And he tries to kill Peter. You know, he, he thinks that he has. He's hit him with a yeah. hits him with a train. It's it's brutal. Yeah. Yeah. The, the stakes are oh, one high. One thing I did think, one, th- yeah, one thing I did think that, st- that stood out in this film is it was 
there's um the bit where he's kind of like on the bridge and there's all the, the, he kind of he he has to like close his eyes I think or he, you know he has to just use his, his, his Peter Tingle his Peter Tingle or whatever oh, yeah. I love that, I love that. It was, it's nice just to see Spider-Man just kicking ass on his own <laughs> previously he's sort of been helping out by like sort of tying people up or you know just annoying people but to yeah, see I like him his... actually like just I like his slapdashness, but yeah, when he has to turn it on, it's nice to see that he can just... Yeah, and yeah, it was just nice to see that really for the first first time. Yeah, I'm ho- I'm very yeah. hopeful for where he's going. Yeah, me too. Very fun film. Yeah. Sweet, I think that about wraps it up for our Spider-Man discussion. Thanks for joining us. If you do have any questions or you want to suggest a topic for us, Mark, how can people get in touch with us? You can email us, podcast at gmail.com or you can find us on twitter at dtae podcast and also if you could find us on itunes and give us a rating or review that helps us out sweet so i hope uh hope everyone goes see midsummer if they can brave it and i'm sure everybody's probably already seen spider-man because who who hasn't gone to see every marvel film ever uh, <laughs> yeah yeah um thanks for tuning in uh so it's bye from me bye bye bye